deep into the spring carnival. And uh, hopefully some class up and about, and you don't have an absolute stinker like you did last week. Yeah, I had a real bad one last week, which is probably, I was probably due one, because I've either been you know, keeping in front or, or leveling it out, and I've, you know, jaded a few first balls and tries, so I've probably, you know, been due a bad week, so I'll cop it and move on, and hopefully I can bounce back this week, but... Recoup, do all the things right in training. Yeah. Rehabilitate. Yeah. Rehabilitate. <laughs> Um, you know, look at what I was doing, look at what I did wrong. And probably the thing I did wrong last week was I went back to probably horses that weren't right for what they, so obviously went back to Tulip and you can tell why it's run, just needs further, it looked a bit dour, dour. Uh, Sosie Bottom, well, I'm blaming the ride for that. I got Willowed, uh, Craig Williams had a mare and then the following race, uh, got 23 meetings for nearly killing Poor old Damien Lane. He had a very bad day out. Yeah, he did. Um, Catchy got up, which was good. Um, well, Catchy saved your weekend anyway, so... Yeah, well, Hartnell was poor. Um, only poor because of the speed they were going so early in the race. So, um, you know, no wonder... I think there was news coming out today that Hartnell won't be seen for a while. And, and looking at the times and the times they ran, especially the first 12, 1,400 metres of that race, it really set it up for Humidor and... I wish I'd have known I'm going to go that quick because I would have probably backed him at all given his closing sectionals in the Memsey. But, um, you know, again, not not being up, or, uh, you know, feeling, yeah. feeling well. I didn't do the, the homework. So, because I have got into a lot more of my sectionals and stuff lately because I think it's the best way now definitely to pump with stats. So, um, so the only real, I'll probably put up three or four tips on Saturday, but I've, I'm a bit, my confidence is a bit dent. So, the only one, Brave Smash goes around again, and that should win. Yeah. Even though it has come off a pretty tough run last start, but they want to give it another run because going to the Everest, it'll be one of the top three or four chances in the Everest. But um, I think it wins if it runs on the weekend. If it gets out of the gate, it's been jumping a bit tardily. But if it jumps well, it wins. But the other one is in race three, uh, number 11. We've, uh, we backed it last start, seen the win. And it didn't quite make up the ground required to get past Spanago when it ran at 1600 at the Valley. It was its first time at the Valley, um, and we've just had many discussions about the Valley before. But now it's getting up to the distance I think it really was looking for. It's probably why it looked a bit dour. It's probably why it struggled to run past Spanago. Probably why it struggled to run past Nozomi at the 1400. Now getting up to 1800, um, the, it'll be a nice track for it. Good, good barrier draw. Done on board, and if you want to watch how good Dwayne Dunn is as a jockey, go watch the Royal re- the replay of Royal Symphony last week. A, that horse is in your jet, and again, we've tipped that before, and I've told you that horse is in your jet. Um, and watch him weave a passage with that horse, and he'll weave a passage with Sin to win. It's around about the four dollar mark. Get on, probably double it into Bay Smash, and you're away. And other than that, like, I, I don't want to touch the footy. The only other thing I said to you before was take the storm into the roosters and get you know your dollar 80 maybe and then you shot me down with the roosters no i'll mention that towards the end because they're, they're part of my all footy multi um but yeah definitely roosters are no gimme uh and i'm a bit nervous about the storm as well but i think just because i'm i've been a bit of a homer because yeah. i could be in for a for a triple grand final september well if they my head will explode if they played away you'd be more confident about storm they've got a better away record than they do home record. oh by one game like it's not they've got just a great record so for mine best bet I'm going to the NFL, and I've had some decent success at this, so now I'm definitely going to lose this bet, so apologies already. But uh, the Colts are going in as outsiders for the Browns at home. And in the NFL, it's pretty much, if it's a 50-50 game, the home team gets a three-point advantage. Yep. 
And the Colts are giving... I don't have it. They're like half a point to the Browns. To the Browns, Brian. Yeah, I know who the Browns are, mate. They're the shit The Browns. They're shit. You know the last time the Browns were a favourite in anything? October 2014. It's because they're a very ordinary side. They're a very ordinary franchise. And yes, <laughs> the Colts don't have luck. They are luckless, in fact. And they've had a very poor start to the year. Uh, they essentially got rid of their starting quarterback within a half of football because um, he was no good. And I've got a guy, Jacoby Brissett, who did start for the Patriots last year, and he did all right, um, but he only just joined the franchise two weeks ago. So it's not, he doesn't, it's not spelling you know, great things for a football club. Um, just, just so that people are aware, yeah. like, as a quarterback, how many plays do you have to know? Oh, like a thousand. Like, yeah. The book's like 80 pages yeah, long. Yeah. So he's come from another club. Now, just so you don't know, if he goes from, say, the Patriots to the Colts, uh, sorry, to yeah. Colts their plays aren't the same. No, they're not the same at all. They're very, very different. They're very, very different. So yeah. he would have had to have known a thousand at the Patriots. He's gone now to the Colts, and in two weeks, he's had to pick this up. Now, I don't care who you are, how good you are. It takes a while to learn those. It will, but they've already said so. Pagano, who is the... Um their coach, he's already he's already said we're not really playing the whole playbook, so don't worry about that. Just and run the ball, run the ball. Run, yeah, run the ball. Don't really have many runners, so it doesn't really play play into that. But the fact of the matter is, he didn't he didn't absolutely suck last week. Um, he got a couple of touchdowns off some handy plays, and at the end of the day, the Colts weren't good enough to get the points. But the long story short, the Colts are just better than the Browns because the, the Browns are crap. They're just real poo. I reckon the um, the American football team out at Dana might be better than the Browns. The, I don't know what's wrong with the Browns, but they are they like they are they are in a, a franchise that lacks culture, organization, business smarts, all of it. So there is no way that the Browns deserve to be favourites in this. And at a dollar ninety four, it may even slide out to two bucks. An absolute mortgage bet, um, and hopefully Brissett just doesn't have an absolute mare. On that, for ridiculous odds in the NFL again, and this is the this is the best thing about American sports and especially American football is that there's so few games. It just means that there's overreaction, overreaction. Because as soon as you go o two down, it's like your season's done, and then oh, they're done, and this team's done, and that quarterback should be fired, and this coach will, and they will be. They fire coaches like three 0 down, you're done. Like yep. off you go. Yep. We'll have a new coach. Players get sacked much. day in day out. Day out. You can play for three or four clubs in a season. Yeah, it's crazy. So. There is often some really bizarre lines, and this one here is again. So New Orleans Saints, they're going away to the Carolina Panthers. Saints are 0-2, Panthers are 2-0, and everyone should everyone will go, oh, Panthers, absolute chew-ins. Not in my book. So Saints at $3.25, ridiculous odds, ridiculous odds. It is, it is a bit of a crossroad game, however. So head coach Sean Payton, quarterback Drew Brees, they've been a partnership since 2006. And they haven't really done much with it. And it's getting to the stage now. It's like, well, you've had 10 years. It's time to get it together, boys. Or it's time to blow it up. However, Carolina Panthers quarterback Cam Newton isn't looking like the Cam Newton that was dabbing, taking teams to the Super Bowl, winning MVPs. He's just came back from shoulder surgery. He looks absolutely cooked. He's got, he's, he's, he's thrown a, like a shotgun. He's got no idea where it's going. And his O-line's giving him no time in the pocket. Yeah. And so I just don't... They only scored nine points last week against the Bills. Nine to three win is not a convincing win, especially on an offense-focused an offense league. 
So I don't think the Panthers have enough points to keep the Saints away. And $3.25 is way too tasty to not have a little value bet at. Well, Newton's not a very... Like, he's not a smart quarterback. He's athletic. He's, he's athletic. He relies yeah, on athleticism. Athletic. Whereas Drew Berry, he, he's, he's, he's scored points against the Patriots. Like, he's he's, he's doing all right. Like, yeah. he's, his team's not that great, but he'll still find more points than, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, than and, Newton and, will. So three twenty five, take that, I reckon. Uh... Over across the other sea, we're going to the EPL. It's got, it's a crazy time now because we're we're in full football season, ooh, ooh. European football season. I'm going to challenge you on the Leicester on the Leicester Liverpool one when you get to that. Yeah, right. no worries yeah. at all. So he's just looked ahead. Uh, my EPL multi is Tottenham away to West Ham to win, Man U away to Southampton to win, and Liverpool away to Leicester City to win. That will give you five dollars fifteen. Rapid fire reasons why Tottenham. Simple reason they're not playing at Wembley, so they win. Like they're, a, they're they're a solid team. They're a definite top three club. They've got some absolute class players, and their combined record away this year is five and zero. So five goals scored, zero against. Absolute clean sheet, scoring scoring bags. That's a no brainer against West Ham, who are looking pretty poor. The man man, you are playing like man, you of the nineties. Like this is this is like the team I grew up with. It's like they've brought Alice Ferguson back. It's it's proper scary stuff, and it could be the, the building under dynasty, which I absolutely hate because Mourinho is not a great bloke. And then this is the one that really I went didn't go value hunting because they are favourites, but they're a dollar ninety favourites, so it's a fifty fifty uh, type thing. They did so Liverpool did play Leicester City last night yeah. in the uh, league in the League Cup and lost two nil. They do concede goals away, and they are playing away, so they're all the negatives. However. Liverpool did roll out like an absolute third tier defensive five. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, so obviously the odds for that game have been skewed because of what happened last night in yeah. the cup. But Klopp did come out and in the media and gave, give his defense a bit of a bake. So there's obviously problems there because they've been seeing stupid goals at the back, and uh, there's been a few problems at the front as well with the forty million dollar buy hasn't been uh, that good. That good, but oh, good on them because I, you know. Being an Everton fan, yeah, eat shit Liverpool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but again, like Liverpool's best eleven, which they'll bring back out, even even just, yeah. So just bring out their their regulation back five, including their keeper, and uh, I reckon Leicester played Huddersfield in the in the league last week, and they only managed to draw via a very cheeky penalty in like the last minute. So, Tottenham, Man U, Liverpool gets you five fifteen, and that's. Pretty tasty if it comes off, and if it doesn't, then you know just stake it out so it doesn't you know doesn't cost you too much. And then my shout the bar is my footy foursome bringing together all the codes for the week. So AFL, it's Richmond to cover. That's nine and a half. We were talking about that. Liverpool to win is got the best value, so I'm doing using that to really pad out your shout the bar metrics. My Saints to win in the NFL, and then New uh, North Queensland to cover in the NRL, which absolutely blows up Barrel's uh, sure thing in the uh, in the rugby league. Just just something about these Cowboys that just says don't don't bet against us. Don't bet against them. Just don't bet against them. They just they are. Michael Morgan's picking up the slack that JT left off. And he's getting some legit props from from the uh, NRL circles, and people are saying, "Oh, he's becoming he's becoming JTS." That's that's too far, but that's the level he's playing at in yeah. the last three or four weeks. The other JT, as he's known as, uh, is having absolute phenomenal final series and just racking up racking up like ton meter tons in fifteen minute patches and blowing teams apart. And if he has another explosive game, 
I'd almost see the, the Cowboys winning it and going through, but at the very least, they cover the line. The line's about 10 at the moment, so definitely jump on that. The 44 some will pay 22 bucks, 64 and that'll be definitely enough to uh, to rally up enough funds to have a good old grand final weekend next weekend. Well, you've, you've ruined me there with my with, you know, my, my sure thing in the, in, in, the the rugby, in the rugby, so I'm a bit disappointed with that. And now I just went to... Uh, I've got the shout... The shout the bar for you. Yeah, here we go. Is it the thug? No, the thug did. I hope you're fine following the thug, guys, because it won last Wednesday at like 12 bucks or something, uh, best to the tote. I'm going to give you the Quinella and Duet in race seven at Caulfield. And if this gets up, then it'll be paying a lot more than 22. So number 13, uh, Vingua Mask, or however you want to pronounce it. I'm not very good at speaking English, let alone French or Irish or whatever the hell it is. Uh, got a bit too far back last time it ran on well and I, I, I've written a big spiel about it two weeks ago if you want to go back and read it um, second half gets over a bit further in the two, 2000 metres and then one of my favourite horses for this spring is Samavia one last start as well two weeks ago paid about $3.60 got way over I couldn't believe it paid that much so if it wins this it gets so the winner of this race the uh, Foundation Cup the Naturalism Group 3 Naturalism on, on Saturday Gets a free ballot into the Caulfield Cup. So David Hayes have got a couple of runners in the field, but you know a few imports as well, being from Harlem and, and stuff like that. But um, I think some of you is the one they really want to push. Lightweight. Noel Callow is a gun jockey. He's very, very good as well in the post-ride uh, post interview. Very, very cheeky and smart-arsy. If you ever have time to go on YouTube, type in Noel Callow. And we go back and listen to... He's fucking funny. But Sam Avir, Vinegar Mask, uh, number 13, number 15, in race seven at Caulfield. It'll be on my tutor anyway. Duet, Quinella. If that Quinella gets up, it'll pay over 100. There we go. That's a real proper shout the bar, and it'll even pay for my flights to Sydney next week. <laughs> so uh, that's all we've got time for this week. Well, it's not, but we'll call it quits there anyway. Uh, we've been nothing on long enough. Uh, it should be a great weekend of finals football, whatever the code Good luck to EPL teams. Good luck to NFL teams. Go the Bucks. Go, go the Tunners. Go, go Brighton. Go old Brighton. Go everyone. Go, go, go Brunswick Hockey Club Premiers. Woo! Yeah, and man. go Tigers. Somebody bring me back some money, please.